Like five, four, three, two, set with me. One. One. <laughs> I was like, I was like right. I'll make that work. It's fine. I'll make that work. But yeah, man, how are you? Yeah, good, bro. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm not bad, mate. I'm not bad. Just just woke up, had a coffee. Um, so you're, you're on the other side of the world, obviously. Getting into it. Yeah, yeah. How's our life during uh, lockdown and stuff? Yeah, it's, it's not bad. So I basically, I tried to escape it. And uh, in England has been pretty gnarly. Like, I don't know what you, what you know is going on from like, do you know about England in Australia? Not as in like, obviously you know about England, the place, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. as in the, the shit show that is the, the UK and everything that's I've just going seen, on. Yeah, I've just seen like the insane lockdowns and stuff because we went through that earlier. Yeah. But um, basically, yeah, basically I, try, I tried to escape it when we went into another lockdown and uh, go abroad like as that was happening. So I yep. went to Portugal and uh, I'm in Portugal at the minute, which is pretty cool. And it's all, all oh, chill there. I was there for about a week and then they went into lockdown as well. So, oh shit. Um, yeah, they've got like proper, proper crazy Nazi lockdown restrictions as well, dude. Like, but at least the weather's good though. Yeah, well, it's, it's good today, but like yeah. the last the last few weeks, it's been fucking pissing it down of rain. Oh, you're kidding? But nah, it's not been great. Oh, it's, it's I, who am I to complain, man? Because it's like I look at the weather in England and it's like one degree or minus Hell. one. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in a t-shirt in Portugal, so it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, what about um, what about us? Like, how's it been? Yeah, man, it's been um, it's been fine. Like, I was like thriving during the first bit of lockdown because I built the gym in the house, like made it sick so now i'm never going to another gym again yeah, to training because yeah. it's like mad and um and then yeah i was just catching up on work doing all the shit that i never got around to doing and then um before i knew what it, it was like able to go out to eat again happy days but then literally as of today they've gone back into like a five-day lockdown here so oh shit home. why uh, i think there were just like a few cases coming out because we literally had nothing we had zero and it was all good and then yeah, um, yeah. and then yeah i think they had just a few and they're trying to just stop it so straight into lockdown again but like I barely leave the house as it is, so um, it doesn't affect me too much. Like, I got yeah, the camera, man. I got the gym, yeah. like, I'm fine. Yeah, well, where, are you, where are you based, like, in Oz? In Melbourne. Melbourne. Because yeah. did they, I, I heard that stuff was kind of back to, I knew, new, I know, like, New Zealand has had, like, festivals and shit. And yep. was, was there anything like that in Oz? I think, um, well, like, clubs and stuff were open. Like, you, the gatherings and stuff were normal. But then in yeah. Victoria, our state, literally today, they're just like, nah, this is... It just got a bit worse, so who knows? Uh oh. But we're so close. Like, yeah, so close. Fair enough, man. I feel like everything, it, I don't want everything to be about fucking Rona, but it's, it's so relevant. It's like, I'm curious myself about it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, dude. Right. Um, in terms of my skills as a podcast host, to sound po- like a solid three out of 10. So <laughs> the way we, we're going to have to do it. We'll just, just have chat a bit shit. That's easy. Yeah. Chat a, bit of, chat a bit of shit, man. See where it goes. But dude, Donna, like we haven't actually had a proper conversation, have we? Like we've followed each other on Instagram. We've chatted for a while and I like your content. Yeah, maybe it's like pretty couple, fucking funny. Uh, thanks, man. A couple of voice notes here and there. Like maybe we had a quick chat on the phone like once or twice. Actually, yeah, we, we, we spoke on the phone because I think you said we'll do a podcast. We never did it. Mm. But now we're doing it. So it's all. Sounds about right. To honest. Yeah. yeah. And then I saw... Um, I saw you ripping into Labumba on his comments a couple of times. It's like, yeah, I like this guy. <laughs> always. I love Labumba. I always give him so much shit. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Do not give us like a bit of a like a bit of a breakdown on yourself, like a bit of a, a life story. I think that's a good way to start for my benefit and everyone else's. Because I don't. Um, I'd love to say that it's because like I want this to be more natural, but 
I don't like do any research or anything before. I'm like determined yeah. not to. Do you know? I fucking hate it when it's forced, man. I don't want it to be like oh, that. Oh yeah, but then you, it, when you've read up a bunch of shit and then you know exactly what to ask and stuff. Yeah, on like exact day. So inauthentic, but equally, mm. I get it's like I've been doing a, a ton of these recently. I get to a point every now and then, I'm like, uh, 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 don't know what to fucking say. So, <laughs> now, yeah, I think dude. what was sweet because there's, I reckon there's heaps of things that me and you both have like in common in terms of like ideas and just the way, like, especially I'll watch your stories and some of the shit you say, and I'm like, yes, like it's just we read similar books, like all the books you mm. put up at some point, I've like screenshotted them and I'll just add them to my list, and then they've all been like the sick ones, oh, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, that I'll recommend as well. So it's good to see that overlap. But in terms of my story, what do you want to, what do you want me to gloss over? Maybe like how I got to doing what I'm doing. Like, yeah, man, that that'd be cool. I'm just gonna go back to that point though, because you're saying about books. Um, I've actually my Mac is actually propped up on Think Like a Monk, which I got from your story a few oh, really? a few months ago. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be cool sick. to ask you about that, like how your content's changed and stuff, and in terms of like what you're doing and other bits, because I I have like noticed the direction you've taken with it is like very, very different to, compared to what it was, you know? But yeah, man, yeah. Just, just go ahead, far away. Whatever, I'll, I'll just shit myself. For people who like, I guess, haven't seen me before, I don't even know how to explain, like, I guess you're in the same boat. You don't really fit into a certain mold of like, you know, the, the content creator, the influence or whatever you want to call it. But for yeah. me, um, key points, I uh, have done fitness since I was like 15, crazy passion for it, like, you know, join the gym day one, you just love it. So I've been obsessed like for, what's that, you know, 10 years now. Um, and then I started trying to do this whole thing maybe when I was 19. It was like the dream to be the Instagram guy. Like just that whole thing was so like, it just looked like the dream. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, I tried, didn't really take off. Like it didn't blow up at all. It was just kind of like slowly ticking away. And uh, meanwhile, studying commerce at uni. So finished that, Bachelor of Commerce. Um, I, dude, I just, mate, I just remembered how I I found you. First time I ever saw anything Harry by Potter? you was Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 dude. You know what? That was my first. It's funny. I was just about to say that was my first like uh, viral thing, a piece of content ever, and that went full viral. And at that point, I was already doing it. So I was at uni that like media through like second year uni. And uh, I was starting YouTube and stuff, like just starting. I was with, um, you know, Strong Liftwear. The, have you heard of Strong Liftwear? The yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have. I, th I think I kind yeah, of remember like some shots with you and, and that. I don't know why. Maybe yeah, it's like yeah, old they... stalker mate, just uh, tracing my IP address <laughs> right now. Hundred um, percent. That was my old. That was my first ever sponsor. So they picked me up when mm. I was about thirty k on Instagram and and nothing else. So no, I basically just started to build up a little platform. And Andrew, the owner, was like a good mate of mine. He, he's the one who made me do YouTube. He's like, you have to, you have to do it. It's, you know, it's such good value. You got heaps of stuff. And I was like terrified and shit scared. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. But I did it. So I just did it because he forced me to. Then yeah, yeah. I made that video to send to him one day. And it was not to post. Literally, that video was not to post at all. It was me wearing the with the face swap hat, wearing the clothes, going check out the new Hogwarts <laughs> school uniform like that to him, to the owner. Yeah, yeah. And I sent it to him, and he goes, "Dude, you have to post that." I'm like, and because I recorded it with not, like without the intention of posting it, I was just being an absolute dick. Um, yeah. But then he's like, "I'm like, really?" He goes, "Yeah, that's funny." So. I, I grabbed that and I just 
just chuck, chuck, chucked it up on Facebook. And then I think it got maybe half a million views or maybe a hundred thousand on my page at the time was like ridiculous. I was like, yeah. what is going on? This blowing up. And then like all the lad Bible, uni lad type thing. That's where um, I saw it, dude. That's yeah. where they, yeah. And they got it and that went like millions and millions and millions. So that was like, that actually, it actually propelled me a bit because people go, oh, you're the Harry Spotter guy, follow. And that kind of got things moving on like the Facebook mm-hmm. and, and Instagram stuff. But it, it actually didn't carry on as much, like carry over as much as people think because you know what it's like when you get shared by like a uni lad, they don't really link you really. They might nah, watermark they, they it. They do but, people dirty, mate. Yeah, yeah I got nothing. Uh, I got literally, I had 50 cent, 50 cents Facebook page, upload my video, another 50 million views, zero credit. I was yeah. like, oh, oh, bro. What's it's like there? A- it's just out there. It's like the, have you seen the video of me getting choked out by John Jones? Maybe. Oh, uh, bro. That, that was like, that's like my most viral thing. Like <laughs> yeah, 20, I think I 20 have, like, 30 million views on, on just round. Like I'll just be scrolling through Facebook. I'll just see a video of like 10 million views and it'll be like, <laughs> it'll be that. Like the, the me yeah, yeah. But every single one, mate, every single one without fail, like every mm. single page, I'm not too bothered. Well, I'm slightly salty, hence why I'm mentioning it. I would be lying if I said I wasn't. It's yeah. like a fan gets choked out by John Jones. And yeah. I'm like, literally no links to anything. <laughs> and I'm just like, you motherfuckers. You, you're just a faceless guy. You're a faceless fan. That's it. Bro. Yeah. And I like I don't I don't mind being a um I don't mind being a, a faceless fan, but the way actually like that situation like transpired was um I, I was at a at FIBO in Germany for VQ. And my manager at the time, he's an absolute legend, Rambeer. He's the same guy at Manchester. Yeah, Andre. Rambier, yeah. You know him, yeah. Everyone yeah. knows him. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh and uh he's like a bit of a dickhead and he was like trying to like uh I don't know, scare me or like take the piss and be like, Oh, I'm gonna get John Jones to choke you out and all this stuff. Cause I didn't I, I wasn't really aware who John Jones was. Like I knew McGregor and stuff, but I didn't really follow UFC. Yeah. And uh and then um and I was like, All right, let's do it. And then uh I, we went to his manager and asked, well, we asked him and he was, he like, he was like, are, are you serious kind of thing? Mm. And I was like, I was like, fuck yeah, choke me out, it'd be jokes. And then uh, he goes, all right, let me check with my manager. And I was like, there's no way that John Jones's manager <laughs> is going to let him choke me out. Yeah. And then his manager is like the loosest fucking looking guy, just like some um, like bog standard American dude that you might get grab yeah. a drink with. And he, he looks at me and he's like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And yeah. then... Uh, uh, yeah, um, uh, mate, I, Panicking. I had to, I had to go for a piss before because I was worried I was gonna like piss and shit myself when I got choked no, out. <laughs> Imagine yeah, can, that. You have to link. I can't believe like I don't know if I have seen this. You have to link it to me. <laughs> oh, it's pretty savage, bro. Um, it's that's hilarious. It's like, yeah, but but anyway, did that you get happened. any credit off any of that? Was that on your account that was posted on originally? Yeah, yeah. My my video got like a couple of hundred thousand views on Instagram, I think. Um, and then the YouTube one was pretty shit. It got like fifty k, like flopped. Uh, but the 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 like the, the other ones, the, the other viral ones, went like pretty nuts on like Unilad and mm. other pages and stuff. But every single one, man, is just a fan gets choked out by John Jones. On the on the plus That's side. I did once go to a random barbers in London and um, the barber next to me was like, did you get choked out by John Jones? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Such a weird claim to fame though. Like, Yeah, bro. It's, it's a joke. It makes, makes me look fucking hard as fuck even though I just lay there and got choked out by the heavyweight. Yeah. At least I can say nothing. that. But yeah, yeah, I've got a professional fight record of zero to one against John Jones. At least you, fucking at least destroyed you me, mate. Yeah, it's the reality of the, the viral, like just the virality of the internet. It just, you, it's brutal. 
Would, would you do anything differently though? Like in terms of, would you, I, I know a lot of people stamp their content, but then it's kind of like, you're expecting it to go viral. Exactly, yeah. I, I did that one time and I'm like, I don't like this. I think I might've even done it with that, those videos because I'm like, this is crazy. They, got, they give me no credit, mm. but I didn't like the look of it. Cause I'm like, when every time I see somebody like watermark their, their video, I'm like, you really enjoy yourself. Like, especially like, like yeah, these girls dude. that were just like chucked yeah. in that. I'm like, I'm like, who is going to copy this? I'm like, yeah. do you really need it? Like, so I, I'm like, I don't even see the point of, of doing it nowadays. I'm like, mm -hmm. there's one even with uh, me and Larry Wills. Do you see that one? That Which did the one rounds and I got, um, it was my, this, the whole thing was my idea. I went to D Dubai with um, Larry was there and I said, yeah. I got this idea of you uh, lifting me, like spotting me, but over spotting. So uh, I was doing lap pull down and he was doing tricep push downs on the lap yes, pull down. I did. And then he's oh, lifting I was me up. Fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. It was so funny. Like I was, um, I thought of that. I'm like, this is sick. It was all original ideas. I said, yeah. and there'll be one where I'm doing pull ups and you're just like, you know, doing the That's reps, just, bench. just pressing me. And he was yeah, like, yeah, there's one of the bench, he was curling it. <laughs> And, um, yeah. and it was it was hilarious. And Larry was like so good as well because when I pitched it to him, he was like, yeah, yeah, that's sick. And then f when we did it, immediately smashed it on my page, like like viral and his page viral. But then anytime after that, I'll see that I'll see it. It's one of those things. I'll be scrolling and I'll see it pop up. Nothing except Larry gets a mention. And I was like, damn. <laughs> oh, bro. Here's what it is. Everyone, everyone knows Larry Wills. Yeah. Not the skinny yeah. who's lifting, but still, I, I just expect it now. Like if, if you do something that's like, like that viral or whatever, I just expect it and it's still people see it. So like, it doesn't annoy me, but it's, it always happens. Yeah, I don't think you can really avoid it. Do you, do you like, do you like know it's going to go viral as you're doing it or when you're making it or before you're like, all right, this is going to be a viral video. I reckon, yeah. Or <laughs> it's usually when I'm in the edit because I like to edit it all myself, mm -hmm. especially those ones where like most of my viral stuff is like a bit of comedy in there. It's never anything serious. So when I have to edit those myself, otherwise, it, it won't play out how I wanted to, how I thought of it in my head. So with that one, I just, I thought this, it's always, I think this could be good. It's always just that this could be good. This has legs because I only yeah. know when I sit down at my computer and I actually put it together and see if it matches what I had in my head. And if it does, that's when I think, yes. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't go viral, doesn't do well. Um, I blame literally anything else. Like I'll be like, it's, it's YouTube, it's Instagram, whatever it is, because I know the style of content that could, crush it like i did one the other day on like just reels on instagram and when i had made it it's again in the edit as soon as i finished it i'm like this should smash it and it did it did pretty well for like mm -hmm. my page it was like you know viral for my page i guess but um i think you just know when you've got it and you're like yep yeah, this should do it and if it doesn't something's wrong I, I think it's definitely an element of luck as well like oh 100 uh, in terms of like how it goes well the the john jones one kind of demonstrated to me it just does demonstrate the fact of luck like how it got how it absolutely flopped the video got 50k views on my youtube but on then mm. other pages it went like fucking nuts yeah 100 percent. or you'll see like other videos that you know aren't as good as like something that you've made or a piece of content that's not as good but they have so much more and you're just thinking there's no other explanation like it's a right place right time right thing Dude, I had the, the the shittiest, shittiest vlog that was like some random vlog when I was in uni and it was yeah. literally me. I think I just ate some food. I got a fake <laughs> tan and it was like, the, the, it was terrible. Mm. And it ended up with like millions and millions of views. Hell. Or like f fair enough. I don't know. Fair enough. It had like, uh, it had a pretty shit like to like 
dis- dislike ratio. It probably had like 15 yeah. to 20 or 15% dislikes. But yeah, it just, it just popped off, went nuts. And I had no idea like why or how. And in a million years, I never would have thought that. So I think that's the element of luck kicking in. But it, then um, yeah. what, when I did like, I had the, I don't know if it still is, but I had like the biggest transformation video on YouTube for quite a while. The like, Holy the shit, one really? That, yeah, yeah, that was like numero well, uno. Um, yeah. And when I was doing that, I was like, I know this is going to be viral. Like this video is going to be yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. sick. Like I just knew it because I, I put so much time into it. But yeah, man, it's pretty pretty crazy. I think like it, it is luck in that sense because like if you make the video that you know it's good quality and it's, I just call it like viral worthy in terms of like, you know that it is, it is on par with all the other viral videos. Mm. So then it's a matter of luck. And then sometimes you've like you make ones that it works. Sometimes you make one that literally you think is shit. And for some reason, who knows, it blows up. But that's funny as I want to see the, did you have a good thumbnail at least on the, on the vlog? On which uh, one? I'm looking at on, on the vlog that went up. I'm going to have a little look right now. It's because it's, it's like the last podcast I did was with uh, Joe, Joey D, Joe Delaney. Do you know him? Oh, uh, yeah. 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 And uh, he was talking about this actually. And I don't want to make this fucking podcast all about content, but who gives a shit? I'm going to be selfish and make it benefit me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. And he was saying how he went for a stage and he was, uh, he was making like content that he referred to as like oh, how selfish fuck content. Mm-hmm. So he would just, this is literally what I do. He would just make stuff because he liked to make it. Not yep. because he like wants to, wants it to grow or like thinks about how it's going to give value to other people or anything like that. It's like, uh, he would just make it for that reason. It's like me, yeah, man. Like I just love I just love, yeah, love to do sick stuff, love to film it. I do not give a shit how many views it gets or mm-hmm. how well it does or if it gives anyone value, but it's selfish fuck content and it's like, it's not optimized for growing and stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah that's um, that's pretty much how, kind of how I did the John Jones video. Like it was like a nine minute vlog. I'm just looking at it now. Thumbnail wasn't too bad. I only got 60K views, which is mad. But if we search um, John Jones fan, I think it's one of John Jones' most viral videos as well. Oh, the top one here has got like 4 million views. Is that, is that the one? Oh yeah, you can watch it. I'm actually going to watch it right now. Cause... Yeah, just search John Jones fan and it's uh, like 54 seconds at the top. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I did see this. Yeah. Oh shit, yeah, you, you look heaps younger. When was this? Uh, it was only like two years ago to be fair. I'm going to say it's just I wasn't as fat and clean, clean shaven, so. That's it, it's a clean shaven. Yep, the hands out. <laughs> Dude, it was You're weird. literally doing nothing. I was like, I was almost going to tell him to put it on tighter because like, and then I was like, all right, John Jones clearly fucking knows how to choke someone out. But um, <laughs> yeah. Mate. Oh then, shit, there it is. It was like real, it was, it was really gentle with man. And I was like, oh, that's not good to do anything. It's not tight enough. And then he just slowly cranked it. And then really? before, I, yeah. But and then before I knew it, like I was just gone. Um, like it wasn't like, literally like one minute i was sat there next minute i was just at a completely unknown orientation looking up at the sea it's why i look so shocked when i wake up because i have like crazy it's like it's like you blinking right now Mm. and all of a sudden you're upside down hanging from your legs (laughs) in your gym (laughs) naked you'll be like what the fuck's going on (laughs) that's nuts i've never been choked out before i did like jujitsu when i was a kid but i never got choked out Nah, nah, me neither, man. I, I used to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as well when I was younger. And yeah. like, do you, I guess you got put in like headlocks and shit, didn't you? Mm. And that'd be like that struggle before you tap or that panic, wouldn't there? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
But yeah, this was completely different, man. It was completely like zen that and chill. That looked gentle. Yeah, you just like just drifted off into it. <laughs> yeah, just, you yeah. Do that every night before going to sleep. Like you just about to, you read your book, go to sleep, and then he comes behind and just slowly puts it on. Yeah, definitely going to get dementia by like age <laughs> 20, 29. But <laughs> think of the REM, the, the sleep quality. Uh, but dude, after that, like everyone wanted him to do it. To I was the first guy. I was like his first. Okay, like <laughs> I popped first, his chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now everyone else wanted him to do it to him. And um, they, in the end, at the, at the expo, people were like queuing up, and people were, like queuing up You're for kidding. him. Like, ask, was he, nah, was he doing it? No, he wasn't because uh, yeah. I, I think the only reason the only reason that he did it was because like number one, British people don't really sue. Like we're pretty chill. It's not really a thing yes. in England. Um, number two, because like he knows my manager and stuff and we're on the same team, I'm obviously not going to fucking sue him. And I also said, I was like, mum, if I die, you can't sue John Jones. And she was like, all right, I won't. But, um, but yeah, there was, there was this one dude that I do remember that wanted him to kick him. And uh, I don't, fuck, I don't know, mate. I would not, I would not fancy that. Never say never. Content is content. But, uh, <laughs> but this one Next dude wanted to wanted john jones to kick him in the legs mate and he's a big guy man like yeah if you if you if you if you if you saw him walking down the street towards you you'd think that guy's like a fucking giant he is big mm. and anyway he kicked he kicked this dude who was probably like i don't know just like average guy and in the in the in like the femur uh, or like the glute area not the glute mm -hmm. area, the the hamstring. You can tell my anatomy is really good. And uh, <laughs> like kicked it, kicked him in there, and the guy basically just crumbled to the floor. No you know shit, when someone, yeah. you know when someone's like in so much pain, and they're like trying, like, mm, like trying yeah, to make yeah, a little yeah. bit of Yeah, it was like that, man. <laughs> Fucking crazy. That's outrageous. It serves him right though. Why would you ask for that? I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't fancy that. You never but know, yeah, man. Should we? All right. I'll stop saying telling these John Jones stories. Um, <laughs> God, yeah, the John Jones podcast. <laughs> the John Jones podcast, yeah. Tell us about um, about how you got into it all, mate. Because you, you said you were 15, started lifting, loved the gym, and then you were like mm. 19, and then stuff yeah, started so to Yeah, so basically at that better. time, like where you saw the Harry Potter video where things were slowly like picking up, I ended up like just, I just kept pushing, just kept pushing, and... I guess one, like you have those just like big breaks, just a few big mm -hmm. breaks here and there, like where you just slowly start to get momentum. And I feel like if, I just thought if I keep trying, it'll just like keep climbing, obviously. So um, one thing that I was funny, going back to the selfish content, um, I was doing food challenges for YouTube because it was fun and I'm a fat kid at heart. So I was like, sweet. So yeah, what I would yeah. do is I'd go, it was just fun. Like, did you ever do those as well, the food challenges? I did. I did a couple of like 10k challenges in the in the okay. OG days before they're huge. But then I, yep. I never like got into like all like I remember like you, Matters Fitness, um, Glenn Gillen started to do them, and like a few other like fitness guys are doing them, weren't they? But you were like the main one. Yep. Your content man. I think of like Harry Potter and eating. Oh, you did one, and it had a sick intro. Which one? A food? Uh, a food video or? Yeah, yeah. It was like, I think it was when you first started doing the food challenges and yep. uh, you were going to like restaurants and doing their food challenges there or like eating like loads of wings or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it had yeah. like a fucking dope intro with like yes, rock music yes, yes, or something. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. So that's what I was about to say is that at that point, I didn't watch YouTube at all, right? So I actually, I never did and I still really don't watch YouTube videos. I just mm -hmm. made them. So I didn't yeah. know that there was like trends and, and all that shit. So when I just, when I started making 
um, the food videos, it started off with that. I called it Ultimate Food Challenge, and it was literally, um, yeah, it was it. just, yeah, it was my, it was UFC. UFC. So it was my quest <laughs> to find the best cheat meal. That's all I wanted to do. So on the weekends, me and my mate would just go to like, I'd, I'd tee up a restaurant just so that I was allowed to film it. Um, and mm-hmm. I just say, hey, is it right if I come down and film? And literally, I did it just to get a free meal and have a bit of fun. Like, it was like, yeah, yeah, was like as long as they comp the meal. Yeah, it was like, yeah, cool. and that was it. And they were sweet with me doing it. So I did that and it was like fun as because it was just outrageous. Because I thought, hang on, if I can, I had like no following back then too on YouTube. But I'm like, mm-hmm. if I can bring the camera in and then order some crazy 10 stack burger, that nobody else would would do like it'd be fun like why not and um and i just put them on youtube anyway just like didn't even look at the views didn't really care but just did it and now you can look at them and they're like they have you know hundreds of thousands of views because that is such a big thing on youtube is like the food challenges so then that turned into like the actual um i did a 10 happy meal one and that got like six million so it's another one that just like blew up and then i did a 15k and then i did like 30 crispy creams and ended up doing like proper youtube dedicated kind of like viral worthy ones but what was, what was the worst in, thing you did the worst thing i think was yeah. um probably the oh no i did one in america i did like an every american fast food one and i went to like in and out shake shack cheesecake factory all of them bought it all back and it was cold and high taco bell and it was like cold hard cheese oh, no. and i ate it all at the one time and and i hadn't done a food challenge in a while and i had it all and i finished it all and then it was so upsetting and shit. And then I was reading the comments later and people go, man, like, this is not, this is not right. You just look like you're in pain. Like we want to watch people like enjoying the food. They're like, you look so sad. I'm like, yeah, true. So I just, then I started shifting it. But I think like the, the Krispy Kremes was probably the easiest. I did 30 Krispy Kremes in 10 minutes, I think. Yeah. Easiest, but you just feel like after all of them, I think you feel the same. You just feel like absolute death. Regret. Can, you, can you eat well? Do you, do you think you could be yeah. a competitive eater in another well, do you life? Know what? Yeah, yeah, because I tried. So when I was doing the ultimate food challenges, I was working in a supplement shop. So like I was just, you know, so I'd spend the day just like working then researching some random shit. So I ended up researching mm-hmm. like how to actually competitive eat, like how to train your body to do that. So, and what, I don't know if you, you know this, but if you actually want to eat like something like crazy, like huge volume of food, what you have to do is four hours before you eat the meal you have to drink like at least three liters of water like neck it you gotta skull it i've, I've heard this about stretch is it do you, is it stretching your stomach but yeah 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 it i does. thought you had to like train it i didn't know how you did it you can you can but like i think usually they do stuff like they eat they actually eat foods like watermelon and they'll eat a lot of it and drink yeah. water but for me i was like i'm just dabbling in this i was like i'll just do the water bit so yeah, four yeah. hours before the meal you'd skull like three liters of water, anything over three or four liters, I think you have to throw it up again. Otherwise, too much water, like you overhydrate, you die. It <laughs> so, sounds healthy, man. <laughs> I know, right? So here's me, like I had, you know those gallon, those huge gallon like drink bottles, whatever yeah, they the, are. The rich, the rich piano ones. Yeah, yeah, so I had like yeah. one of those with BCAs in it, so it didn't get like sickening, just water, and then another one of just water. And I would just be at work, like finishing up the day, because I had a food challenge that night, and I would just mm-hmm. be pouring into a shaker and just, smacking it down until like you literally want to throw up bad imagine drinking that much water but then and I, did, and I didn't man. vomit either it is that's why if you drink over three liters or four liters you have to throw up because it's dangerous you're but i kept it under yeah. like yeah i kept it under like three and then mm. i just left it and then that night when i went to eat you can eat so much more like it's actually it's a legit thing if you eat quick i'm like i smashed it so like then i had 
I got hit up by Australia's be- like best competitive eater. Wait, what, 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 what do you what, wait? What, what do you mean? Like, how how much of a difference does it make in terms of like what you can eat? I reckon heaps. I reckon it's like you feel a bit more like a bottomless pit. It's a like, what? I haven't, you, like your stomach is just a bottomless pit for a while. I reckon no I have way. like. Yeah, yeah, like it actually makes a it makes a big difference, especially I was doing it every week. Now there's no way I could eat as much as I did back then. I'm heaping like, like ten kilos bigger, and I can't do yeah. it. Dude, that's crazy. I've never, I, I never, I, I would have thought it'd be that'd fill you up. Like I never really looked it into does. it. It does. It does, and you feel sick, bad. But then it's four hours, so like after four or five hours, you start to get hungry again. And especially if I didn't eat anything on those days, basically. I was like eating next to no calories. So like imagine the cravings. I was like, here we fucking go. Let's let's give me the, the biggest Bro, burger. That yeah. makes you want to go and do some crazy food. <laughs> no, no, it's not good. It killed my it absolutely killed my physique. But it was like it was a bit of fun. And like the competitive eater in Australia, he like organized some 12 burger, like we had 12 burgers each, first to finish, me versus him. And I ended up having like, and it was like probably equivalent weight-wise of like a double quarter pounder. That's what it felt like. Mm-hmm. And um and I had eight of those in the, in like in the single sitting and then I'm like nah that's me done and he had twelve, but I could never finish like eight burgers usually like yeah ever. that's pretty nuts that's pretty yeah, mad. it worked it, it actually works fair play dude yeah I, I've like I find some people just can't eat like they yeah, literally just don't yeah. eat food like, I don't understand it Do you know you know Dave nah. David Lay don't you yeah like he just doesn't he can't eat food. Eat shit. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, how, yeah. like, yeah, man. I've never, I've never had that issue. I've always been the opposite, and I think it's a dangerous, a dangerous, dangerous game to play. If I start drinking four liters of water, I'm probably going to eat like an entire continent worth of yeah. You, you destroy it, man. It's actually, it's so, yeah. it's such a bad thing. Like the whole, it's the cheat meals thing on YouTube. But it's they do so well, but I don't. And now people start like talk about how bad it is for you and just how shit it is, but. I just wouldn't like, I'd have to prep myself if I was going to do another cheat meal video, like a big challenge. I'd have to really give it some time to get my head around it because it's just shit. I wonder if anyone's died from it because I know that, <laughs> I know that, that like, like we're saying, there's a certain amount of water where it actually becomes like toxic and it can oh, kill yeah. you, which is yeah, yeah, pretty fucking 100%. nuts. I think, yeah, especially within that time limit without any like sodium or anything else. It's insane. So you did, you're doing the cheat meal videos and then how old, how old, like what time frame was this? Okay. So that was probably, maybe I was 21. Actually, let, let, you grab a, let you pause and grab a drink. Two secs. Yeah, go for it. Before we go on to the next bit. I'm going to open this window as well. It's fucking warm. All right, we're back. Yep. Um, so yeah, I was like 21, I think, when I was doing that. And it slowly started to pick up YouTube. And in the meantime, I'd film like one video on like the cheat meals. And then I'd film one video on like, I don't know, explaining something, helping, just trying to add a bit of value with like the content and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I just kept doing that and the shit was just working. So then like, I'm like, whatever's working, just keep doing it. And then kept doing that. And that's, I think, where Gymshark um, first saw me when I had just started doing a couple of those videos. So they got yep. me when I was still quite um, like early on the scene. But they hit me up with like an ambassador type shit. Like it was 
not paid at all. I think it was maybe a, a bit of commission, possibly. Um, yeah. But it was a program that doesn't exist anymore. And it was literally like, you can be an ambassador and just associate with a brand, you'll get some products. I was like, done. And I was so like, that was like a dream come true. Like uh, crazy. I think I think when I was when I was first with them, that's what they offered me as well. I think because they'd like scout people, wouldn't they? Making them an, yeah, an ambassador yeah, yeah. and then it would go on to full sponsorship. Yeah, um, I think, what was it called? It was called the Gymshark Academy. That's what it was called. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah that was and, it. Yeah. Um, and I remember it was like the, it was the best thing ever, but I told my, like one of my best mates who had strong liftwear, I had to tell him that I'm like, I'm not with the brand anymore. I'm leaving. And it was like a really, really hard decision. But at the same time, like it was Gymshark that was offering me like something potentially like big. So mm-hmm. I did that and it killed me. But then were like a about couple t- months. Were you scared about telling him? Yeah, it was eating me up. Like I'm not good with that stuff. Like I just, I that was going against everything that I was, I believe in. You know, I'm like I'm big on loyalty and all that stuff, and and yeah, I really yeah. wanted to support him too. And he helped me so much to in the beginning, um, but it was just a business decision. I'm like I have to do it. But then two months later, I get a call from like uh, one of the guys at Gymshark saying, "Ah, oh, hey Zach, it was like nine o'clock my time, and I goes, uh, we're just calling to let you know that the Gymshark Academy isn't uh, isn't happening anymore. We're actually we're." putting a stop to it and my heart just sank i'm like no. oh and he goes and then they for some reason they just i think they did the fuck with it on purpose and like and we're you know we're keep choosing some people to stay on and and i'm like oh and he goes and uh yeah you're one of them so yeah congrats man and i'm like you fucker like it, but it was, <laughs> i think they just doing it because they knew how much that would like kill me um, yeah yeah but it was good like it's and then that just turned into like the obviously the athlete thing and then Ever since then, it's which is the past probably three years now, I think. Um, and because around that same time, I was with the HP Labs too. So that's mm-hmm. probably in terms of like, I guess, a career where I quit my job and all that stuff and did this full time. It's been probably three years now, I think. Yeah. Fair play, mate. You're basically like, uh, it's pretty funny, actually. You're basically like me, but except you make the right choices and don't make stupid decisions. I used to... I used to be at the HP Labs and I was with Gymshark, wasn't I? I think it was around the time of, um, around That's the true, time yeah. of when they, I think it might have actually been when you said saying about the ambassador program. I think that's when they might have dropped yeah. me actually. So I didn't ever go into full sponsorship where I was like paid a salary. Okay. But I remember they always, I remember like I'd always used to get calls from them like telling me mm. off about the shit I was saying in my videos. And oh, like, really? My language. Yeah. <laughs> and I just wouldn't care. Like I actually, the more I was told not to do it like i wanted to do it because i was such a a cocky little shit like i didn't want to be told what to do or like my content controlled or yeah. whatever which is kind of it's kind of dumb in hindsight but but it is what it is um i wouldn't i wouldn't I change it's it. it's a the- good idea like yeah i think it's a good idea to, ha- to be like unfiltered uncensored be yourself but then and that's what i've always tried to do as well but like within yeah, the parameters that's what I like of, about your of, shit. yeah but then i also won't do things that will actually put my business at risk mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah if, if there's things that i know that i think and that's my opinion on something just because i believe it i'm not going to go and just tell everybody and open up a whole can of worms that could come crashing down Do you know what i mean like there's certain lines yeah. where i'll go i'm staying out of that i'm not going to talk about this i won't be that offensive there's like even with my joke stuff like mm. i joke around so much with this stuff there is a line because my humor is so dark like yeah, i same, laugh mate. at yeah yeah so i laugh at some bad shit and so i think gymshark have only told me one time to delete a post it was like um a video and i had to delete that but otherwise i've kept it within the lines of not being offensive at all i think which is 
bit of a skill. Yeah, but you, you, do, you do it quite well, man, because you, you don't like, you're clearly yourself. Like, it's cl- it's clearly not inauthentic, but mm-hmm. equally, you're not going around, like, triggering, like, 90,000 feminists. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, th- I reckon that was the catalyst that got me booted out of Gymshark. <laughs> it happens, though. Like, it just, it happens a lot. And it's hard because you, you don't want to have to go, like, you don't have to reel it in if you don't want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody likes being told to do that. Nah, man. And it's obviously an ego thing as well. I didn't like being told what to do, but I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad because it's like, if I didn't fit the brand, like I didn't fit the brand mm-hmm. and like yeah. we weren't kind of meant for each other. And it's cool to set, cause like when I was younger, mate, I was like you, like, I was like, I want a Gymshark sponsorship. Like I want a hundred thousand subscribers. Like literally that's all I cared about. And then I yeah, got same. it. And then it was like, I was like, ah, like I've, I've done it now. I'm not too bothered. So. But isn't that like, it's, it's, it's the, that way with everything. It just, I look back at my goals and I see that first one was like a hundred thousand subscribers. Mm-hmm. Next one was like, even the same on Instagram, then YouTube milestones, money milestones, all these things. But, and I literally have them written down as goals. Like I can find them when I've written down goals and it's surreal because I've killed them. Like I've obliterated the goals that I had, but you know, you don't get that satisfaction that you thought, yeah, you yeah, had, dude. you know, like it's, and now I'm yeah. kind of like, the more I'm reading and doing a bit more like but, self-development yeah. work, it's like mm-hmm. you you realize that what the like the reality of it is that you're not going to, I won't be disillusioned now for the things that I look forward to because now I take everything with a grain of salt. I take, I don't look forward to or set goals that are purely based on like numbers because I know that mm-hmm. it's just relative. It'll just keep going up and then so do your expectations and then you want more of this. So I'm getting better now at it's kind of separating myself from just, those shitty uh goals you know like those aspirations yeah, that yeah. everyone has everyone has those ones like ask every, any kid who's doing fitness their their number one goal they'll be happy when they get sponsored by gymshark when they make money off youtube like but you just mm-hmm. know you just know yourself you won't <laughs> like you might yeah, be for a dude. week but you just won't it's it's like you're probably gonna be under the same notion because i know that you read you read a lot as well don't you a lot of this i've learned from books yeah. but yeah but yeah it's 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 like I've said this in another podcast. It's like you set it's, it's something like incredibly dangerous and painful about you set a goal like you like literally you're like okay I'll be happy when I it's so cliche to say but it's a cliche for a reason but it's like mm-hmm. I'll be happy when I get to this whatever it is like you set all these big goals like a monetary goal oh, I want to be sponsored by Gymshark I want to get this many whatever it is like I want to get this promotion at work and then you get it and then you, you set, tell yourself you could be happy when you get it. And then nothing fucking changes. Like it's exactly yeah. the same. The only difference now is that you don't have anything to work towards and you're like, fuck. Like, and you, yeah. it's miserable, man. It's miserable. You kind of want, like, you want people to have to ask you, oh, you know, did you get that sponsor? Congrats on that. And then you can kind of relive it again because it's just one small moment that you've got to celebrate. That's kind of it. And that's why you're always trying to like extend it. Yeah, yeah. But now I guess the difference is, and, and you're right, I got so much of this from reading. Like, if I, we need to compile like a reading list of everything that we've done together, just chuck it like. We need to somewhere. sit down and read together, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we read people's stories. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey style. Because there's this uh, book. No, because I did, um, there was like just reading all that shit and, and learning about. I guess how the brain works in that sense of what, yeah, mate, you know, how yeah. psychologically people are driven for certain things. And I was really curious because back maybe say four years ago, I would set those goals that I knew would leave me disappointed, even if I got them. Like, mm-hmm. but I would just do it anyway. I'm like, no, trust me, I will be happy when I get more money and all that stuff. 
Um, and I think I wanted to just not think about it. I didn't want to actually confront the fact that that might not be right because it is confronting. Like if you've had those kind of confrontations with yourself when you're thinking about, okay, is this really going to make me happy later? That's hard to do. It's not really comfortable. Yeah. But now and through reading and doing that stuff and even like journaling, you kind of, it's forced me to do it for sure and actually do that in the past year. And then now when I set goals, it's more process-based. It's more like systems-based instead of whatever the outcome is because then whatever the outcome is, you kind of don't even care anyway, right? Because it doesn't really, you don't get to that one point where you've either made it or you haven't. It, the whole thing is just a process. So like I've got a new brand that I'm, I can't really announce yet, but like it's, it's, I'm slowly this. building it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, that, that yeah, one cool. and <laughs> with that, me and my brother are doing it together. So we said from the beginning that we don't care. I don't care how many units, money, whatever it is. Like I literally don't care what is sold. But what we care about is creating the best this, whatever it is yeah, that yeah. we can possibly do. Like if we, if everything comes back to that, if I don't sell any, I actually won't, won't really care because you know that's not the way I'm just trying to make a living. I want to make money, obviously. If I do, it's a bonus. But if I can succeed in making the best possible thing that we're making, then that's literally, that's the win. Like that's the goal there. And we can do that. That's completely in our control. Have you read The Go-Giver? No, but I've got it on my books. I've bought it because yeah. I saw you mentioned it, but I haven't, yeah. I haven't even opened it yet. <laughs> oh, that, that reminds, what you're saying, that reminds me of that book there because it's like all oh, about- Oh, you kidding? Um, yeah, mate. It's literally the same. It's all about giving value. So like- it's, it's like another cliche, but it's like value first. So rather than mm -hmm. focusing on how much money you make, you should be focusing on like, what are you providing? Like how much value are you giving? And then if you're giving value and then in return, like you're going to make more money, you want to make more exactly. money, you give more yeah. value to more people. It's like as simple as that. That's so funny. I literally have that um, on my iPad and I've just got it ready to go, but I haven't started it yet. Yes, it's, it's really easy. Like it's a really easy book to read, but it's nice because it's so easy. Like I like those ones. It, it, it's... The ones where they just like have way too much jargon and just like <sighs> word salads that go over your head and you're like, it's it's hard. Like it takes effort to read. You read a page, have, you go, fuck, got to read it again. Have you read like Robert's, Robert Greene stuff, like the laws of human nature and power? I've read, um, uh, is it Mastery? Mastery, yeah, that's one as well. Yeah, I've read Mastery, yeah. And even, Dude, um, even oh Waking God. Up, Waking Up was very wordy. Yeah, I, 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 did, I, I didn't find that so bad, but Robert Greene's ones, mate, are like, a challenge to get through it's yeah. like climbing fucking everest <laughs> yeah i think i think um that they're, they're just the way that he writes is like very different but sam mm -hmm. harris's one because that was such a good book like i really like that i love but that book he, yeah but he uses words that i'd actually actually never even knew existed so i was constantly yeah looking him up like do you do you read off like electronic or do you no nah, i copy? read i'm i'm an absolute idiot and i read actual books just because I like. I did have. I did have a. Yeah, I did have a uh, a Kindle for a while, but I like to yeah. be able to actually. I don't know if it's because I'm slightly retarded with my reading, but I like <laughs> to actually be able to like highlight and like write stuff in it to like take it in. And I found yeah. with a Kindle, I just wouldn't really remember it. But but it means now that I've gone. I've gone like to live in Portugal and I have like ten kilos of books. No, I've got shit, no idea yeah. what to do, no idea what to do with. So I was just about to say, do you pack them with you? Like that's. 
Oh, bro, my hand luggage was like some next level shit. It was like a, like a, a fifty kg. Anyway, I had, yeah. in my, <laughs> mate, in my hand luggage, I had a parachute which probably weighs about twelve kilos, and then under under that were like five books. <laughs> so I was like a, carrying so a ton weird. of lead weights. Yeah, that is so weird. <laughs> Going through the X ray scanner, I was worried they're gonna they're like probably like, what like, the fuck is this guy up to? Too many questions. I just let you go. Now, on the iPad one though, you can highlight and write notes in there as well. So like, that's what I that's why I do. So if I see something's interesting, highlight it, type the note next to it, and then you can have all your highlighted bits in one section. So you can like summarize the book. Mm. That's and then, but I just like it because I can look up a word. So Sam Harris had me looking up dictionary like every day, pages, pages of dictionary. Oh, dude, I love that though. Cause I think it's like anything that's good. though. It's progressive overload for your brain. You're like, you're <laughs> learning. Brain, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I've got a list, man, in my notes and it's just like words that I've, I've learned uh, or, or not words that I've learned, like things that I didn't know from books and I've like wrote them, right, like, like you to search them or to, to just like remember them. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I try and pull up the list and see if there's anything. I probably don't remember any of it. Um, Words like apple and <laughs> dog. <laughs> <laughs> the hard ones. <laughs> yeah, no, just, just things like I've got like epoch, duress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meta, just random shit like, yeah. But it's but, stuff but, that normal people don't use in sentences. That's why you don't know it. But I yeah. like it. Like it's good, to, it's good to try and learn that. At least you might take 20% of it or 10% or something. Yeah, and, and it can it makes you look really superior when you tell people about how many books you read and you can use all those words to understand. Yeah. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Just again. But I'm, I'm I've been actually... like I've been smashing it this year. This year, like I think I'm on my tenth book and it's what, how many weeks in? Six weeks? Yeah. yeah. Shit, really? I, I went Yeah, because the most recent one I read was Carnival Book because I was starting the Carnival diet like three oh, days dude. ago. Dude. Yeah, you yes. just started it. Yeah, yeah, I'm three days in now. So I wanted to finish that before I started. So I had to read the whole book in like two days, I think. I, w I was going to do the same thing um, until I had some health really? issues. That, yeah, that stopped me from actually doing it because I- Oh yeah, I, I, you couldn't have fats, right? You had to not have fats. Oh bro, yeah. I, got, I basically, um, I developed holes in my kidneys. So you have like that carnival diet. Let's talk about that. Let's not forget forget that before I go off yeah, on this we'll tangent. Come back we'll get to back that, to yeah. it. But yeah, um, <clears throat> I developed holes in my- lungs by the sounds of it as well um, I, developed, <laughs> yeah. I developed yeah i developed holes in my kidneys and they didn't know why so normally it's a, it's a condition called chyloria and basically mm. it's um incredibly rare and it's normally caused by like some parasitic infection where it basically like eats through your kidneys it's like these gnarly parasites oh, yeah. or it's caused by like cancer so it's like not it's not it's not to great either way taken lightly no and yeah. uh, they, they had no idea what caused it and um, I actually diagnosed it myself, man, because I went to the doctors and they're like, we don't fucking know what this is. And then I had to send them research papers and stuff because I was like, whenever I had a fatty meal within about, it's, it's crazy. So if I had like, let's say a bar of chocolate, two <laughs> hours to go by, or I go for a piss like an hour later and it's fine. I'd go for a pee like two, three hours later and I would pee out like, it's like rice pudding, like white paint looking looking no stuff way. and that is basically the fat would be absorbed the fats absorbed from your small intestine and fats are absorbed into your lymphatic system rather than straight into your blood the majority of fats and i had a hole yep. between my lymphatic system and my kidneys so when it gets into your lymphatic system the fat just basically the fat and the lymphatic fluid which is like your immune system as well basically just mm -hmm. was leaking into my kidneys and no um, way. 
And that meant, man, that it was like decreasing my kidney function if I was eating fat. And it was like, also, I had one morning, I remember, and I was like, all right, this shit is serious. I got up, I went to go for a pee in the morning, started to pee, all this like white paint started to come out. And after a second, it just stopped. And I was like, do you know when you're bursting for a piss? But it just stopped. And I was like, no way. wow, that's not good. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, dude, I was like, fuck. Holy like, shit. I was like, there's no way I'm going to, um, I was like, if, if I haven't sorted this out in 20 minutes, I'm going to A&E to get like a cafeter, put up my, put up my dick. Yeah. And, uh, and anyway, I stood there like naked in the shower. Like I basically, do you know what you, do you know where you get like a run up to like break through a wall or something? Mm. I was trying to do that with pissing <laughs> and, uh, and after about 10 so it'd, come, it'd start for a second minute it'd stop as something blocked it and then this is pretty this is the gross it sounds and then I managed yeah. to like after about 10 or 15 minutes managed to break through that wall pop the, pop the, the, the seal and uh, all this like like fat just came out and in, into my it, I was standing in the shower at this point into my shower and I was like oh man that's that's not great you would have been, and, surely if you would have been scared, like I would have oh, been freaking out. Dude, I was like, yeah, I, well, what can you do? Eh? I, was, I was like, well, that's fucking shit. Um, and then <laughs> they didn't really, the, the doctors didn't really know. Uh, they said they didn't even know if it could be cured. But then I figured as, as it's from, as it's caused by, by, by dietary fats, like the, the mm -hmm. way I, I, I could be completely wrong, but the way that I saw it was like every time I ate fats, it was like a wound or like a hole in my kidney. And yep. uh, it, as it, I, was, I was imagining all this fat as it passed through, it obviously mm. wasn't going to allow the hole to heal. It's like opening up a cut every time. So I was yep. like, all right, if I just stop eating any fats, sure, I might die in like a year. <laughs> But that's like, that's, that's better than my kidneys failing. So I basically just stopped eating fats completely. I did um, intermittent fasting. So I was reducing the amount of time that, that like there's any kind of stress on that hole. And then um, eventually, yep. man, it, it got better. But I actually think it was caused from a, um, you know, those like compression boots that professional athletes use for recovery. Yep. I think I caused it from um, using one of those, man, which is pretty crazy. Ow. Like I, because I've got lymphedema in my leg, which is like an obstruction in your lymphatic system anyway, where it's like damaged. And basically yeah. uh, this company, um, I asked the company to send me some, sent me some of these boots, these massage boots that like drain all the metabolite. They, yeah, with, I've, seen, I've seen those ones. With air pressure. Yeah, you probably see influencers like love to do it um, and go to like the ice cryo chamber and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I got this company to send me some like proper industrial ones because it could uh, it could benefit the condition in my leg, like manually helping it remove all the uh, remove all the shit. Mm -hmm. And anyway, um, me being me being me, thought it would be a great idea to put it on the 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 highest possible pressure. That's like equivalent <laughs> to a beach volleyball. So I put these cuffs on my leg and cranked the pressure up to like volleyball pressure, and I was there like literally. It felt like I was put in like 10 g's in a fucking one of those uh <laughs> machines it's like, it's, it's like crushing yeah. my legs and then it's the next morning when i noticed my pee looked a bit weird so i think i had it on so tight and because of my lymphedema i actually like popped um because wow. of like the, the pressure like might have popped a a, a channel or caused this like hole to appear yeah. that that's just speculation, man. I quite like to speak to a. Um, I, was, because I was meant to go, meant to get surgery for it. Not, not for that. Um, for oh, fucking hell, I'll, I'll try and change the subject in a second. But um, my bladder was like all fucked up as well. Uh, like mm -hmm. I had an 
endoscopy where they shove a camera up your dick and it's about as fun <laughs> as it sounds bro oh, yeah I, oh, I didn't yeah. even i didn't even know i was getting it when i went into the hospital it was like five minutes before they were like yeah he told me i was like doctor just pulls out this gopro he's like you know, bro, it, it was legit. It was legit like that. I thought I was going for a consultation, just like a normal meeting about some yeah. ultrasound results, and they were like, um, "Oh, Mr. Samuels, um, are you ready for your endoscopy?" And I was like, uh, "Sorry, what?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, um, your endoscopy you're booked in for." And I was like, "Fucking great!" And uh, anyway, I had that, and there's some uh, there's some like growths in my bladder, but they didn't know what caused it, and they didn't think it was cancerous. But I think it might have been caused from the hopefully it's caused from the fats that were leaking from my kidneys, and uh, I was booked mm. in for another operation in the UK where they actually wanted to like do it like cut a bit of my bladder out, and then I'd have to be on a catheter for like two months or a month. But I think because oh, yeah. I um because I sorted that out, I think. Uh, that's, I don't think I can get around that. Away. But yeah, no idea how we started talking about that. Shit, that's crazy though. That's actually brutal. Yeah, dude, pretty nuts. So you can head back and, and have a surgery then? Nah, so... To, get, to remove the, the things or you don't need to? So it, it's like, it's basically... Have you seen... Um, do you know what dead man's fingers are? Remind me. Okay, you probably, the normal person wouldn't know this, only if you're like slightly autistic and to have know about marine biology <laughs> would you know. Basically, it's like a coral. It's like, I don't know why I think it's like a coral that looks like like a dead man's fingers, it's called. So it's like a white, a white coral. And uh, yeah. I did marine biology at university. And, um, okay. and basically inside my, in, inside my bladder, there's just these like weird little, like it kind of just looked like... Um, coral oh in my yeah, bladder. yeah 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 and um and and so so they wanted to take the biopsy but if they do the biopsy because i think the the biopsy tool is quite big that goes in there mm -hmm. it's going to cause some damage going up so um so yeah because i haven't been having the issues with my pee and i think it might have been caused by that i'm basically going to say to them like i would rather have another endoscopy like awake where they just shove a camera up inside me and not go on to a not go on to a catheter than have like the catheter and the and like the uh the biopsy tool shoved up there do you know what i mean i'd rather have it twice right yeah, yeah, yeah than have it no i'd rather have it once and risk having it again so risk having it twice than just having it once but have a catheter if it makes sense 100 percent, that makes sense and with your diet now can you have fats in the diet now are you oh, putting dude, them back in it's completely better my life is fucking fantastic oh really so you got the fats yeah. back in yeah bro it's, oh, it's weird it's, it's weird though man because like Obviously, you need fat to survive, don't you? Yeah. And uh, all your like your, your fat soluble vitamins. Like I was getting so fucked, and I, I didn't actually realize how fucked I was until I started to eat fats again. Like in terms of just like tiredness, mm. like mental clarity. I started to get sores all over my skin um, because my skin just wouldn't repair itself. I wasn't absorbing certain vitamins. My fucking hair yep. started to fall out because of like literally like really? my hair was like falling out of the shower. Yeah, because I wasn't having uh, having any fats, or I was like so deficient in micronutrients, and uh, it was yeah, not a fun shit. time, man. But, but yeah, I've, I've got through it now. So hopefully it's all, all done and sorted. And um, yeah, crazy time. So were you going carnivore then? Yeah, yeah. Before that, I was actually, I wanted to do like uh, like a month. I wanted to try a month on the carnivore diet. And I also wanted to try yeah. a, a month on a vegan diet as well. But just to kind oh, of yeah. see like, see how I felt and like do all my bloods. It's like a bit of an experiment. And it's something I was curious about. But mm. obviously, because I couldn't eat any fats at all, I couldn't really do the um, I couldn't do the carnival diet. But because I couldn't have any fats, 
No, because like because on it, it's mics. Is a mic making roid sounds on your end? No. Sound good. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then and then because I couldn't eat any fats, I couldn't do a vegan diet either because obviously like nuts and like I needed to eat mm. high protein. Soon as I was peeing out my protein. But yeah, man, I I think um I think I'm still really quite interested in it. Go like, what made you want to do it? Um, actually, actually, what made me want to do it is I was first I wanted to do it a while ago, and then my mum did it. She did it for thirty days, and seemed to really enjoy it. Like she had heaps any of her strength. Um, she I think she just read about it. She just read about it and goes, "This looks cool. I want to try it." And I was like, "Yeah, mm. I've heard good things. Like, give it a go." So she was like the first guinea pig, and she did it for thirty days. Strength in the gym was like went up a little bit lost a bit of weight and all was pretty good. And I'm like, something to that. Held it for a little bit, didn't do it. And then I was just brainstorming YouTube ideas of like, I did this for 10 days, I did that, whatever. And one of them was like, I tried a carnivore diet for 10 days. I'm like, that'd be cool to see. It'd be fun to do anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that is literally what I'm filming. That's what I'm filming in the process now. So I might do it for 10, I might do it for 30. So far, it's actually been like really enjoyable and it seems very easy. So what, can you eat any vegetables at all? Nothing. I, so, so what are you? What, so what is the whole point? Is that like, like, well, the whole point of the diet is that like apparently if, if this is all like right, the plants have anti nutrients in them that will prevent you from absorbing certain things and also cause mm -hmm. build up in areas like and cause issues with kidneys and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's basically saying that plants aren't good. There's least there's lesser toxic ones like I think raspberries, uh, cucumber without seeds that that's like less toxic. So. Um, if you want to have a little bit, they say you can have that, but the full carnivore, like if you want to go by the book, you literally can only eat animal products, um, in terms of like the meat, the fat, the organs, um, eggs, and that's pretty much it. Uh, hard cheese you can, but like, I, I don't have any of that. So typical day for me is one giant ribeye, like for, so I'll probably fast until about one because the beauty of this diet yeah, yeah. is you can fast so long it's crazy so I'll fast to like one probably train before that and then giant ribeye so maybe oh 700 grams of meat on there fucking hell yeah huge yeah but with all the fat on there too so it's not very lean it's not very lean you're still getting like large amounts of fat um, yeah. and then I might have like a couple of eggs this morning was a first this morning I had liver with it beef liver because well, it's got how like was that I'm not it actually that. wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought, but it like you wouldn't have it just for enjoyment. But yeah. you smack you smash it down. It wasn't too, it actually wasn't too bad. Like you ate it, but it's got it's just a powerhouse of vitamins. Like it's got so many vitamins and minerals that you can't really get in other things in that dose, especially like it's ridiculous. So mm -hmm. if the dangerous thing is, is if people go, yeah, I want to do carnivore, and all they eat is lean red meat, you can't yeah. do that. You're setting yourself up for failure, and actually you'll be you'll be way worse off. So. What mm -hmm. you have to do is be mindful of like the things you need to include on there. So uh, that's why I read the book. So I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it like right. So then like I that's allowed me. Organs. Yeah, hundred percent. So that's why yeah. if you if you and I'm starting to kind of believe this that if you if you do have that like well-rounded carnivore diet, it seems to tick all the boxes in terms of what you would actually need. There's nothing yeah. else really that you can't get, which is pretty crazy. This is something that I've recently, um, I've kind of, like kind of come around to. Like if, like a year ago, if you told me about the carnival diet, I think is an absolute fad, and I'd just like shut you down yeah, and be like, "Yeah, you're a fucking idiot!" Like straight away, I just you know, <laughs> even even like six, seven, eight months, even right now, bro. I think <laughs> nah, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but, <Just> tell me. <laughs> but no, no, like even like 
like last year i'd probably be very like oh that can't be healthy like you don't get any fiber like thinking of like bowel cancer and like all that stuff but um but like the more i've learned and the more i've listened like it actually for me man like i'm i'm if i had to go vegan or full carnivore like six months ago before i did the no fat diet i would have just been like um vegan 100 like how could you just eat meat but now i'm kind of like i probably rather go carnivore like not so much for enjoyment but for health and i think it'll probably actually be better for you or or kind of kind of comparable because like the fats man are so important and i know you can get fats on a vegan diet and like um amino acid profiles um amino acid profiles and other things but it's the quality though isn't it like when you're dealing with fats carnivores don't even really eat nuts because of you've got some benefits in the fats but you also got a, a whole lot of shit that can be a disadvantage to you so like but then if you've got fats from like salmon or beef like grass-fed beef all it is is just good fats like you omega-3s and stuff so like yeah the quality seems to be just way better than if you are getting it all from like your vegan sources I'm definitely, definitely going to try it at some point, mate. Like, I'll see how you go first and see if you die. Dude, yeah, actually, I have to do it. I reckon uh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> see if I die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see if I consider it. pissing out pain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but honestly, man, like, the, lately I've just been getting creative with it. Like, I've got, um, today I had beef ribs that I slow cooked for, like, 48 hours. So good. Like, best. And I had that with a bit of steak and some liver. And that was, like, on the money. I'm literally just about to go and smash my second meal. Because I'm only having two meals a day. Easy. Yeah, and I've got another basically same thing. Basically, two of the same meals in one day. Calories a little bit higher than what I was eating before, probably just because of the fats, extra fats. Mm-hmm. Um, but the satiety is ridiculous. Like, so for the people who struggle, yeah, with, you're not you're not hungry. Nah, it's crazy. Wow, I get hungry probably once. Um, and the idea is you can eat as much like meat as you want. That's the idea because you eat when you're hungry. And that yeah. the body will regulate itself, which is not a thing in fitness usually because when you're dieting, you've got all these adaptations that come in that make you starving and hungry when you're mm-hmm. not. But in under like the carnivore diet like parameters, you really only eat when you are hungry and you don't just want to eat shit for the sake of it. So that's one thing I've noticed is that I'm not really wanting to snack on things. You're much more in tune with like proper hunger, which is like pretty cool. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a thing about... Um vitamin c uptake as well which i thought was quite interesting i, I was like oh that's really cool where it's where it's saying that um people are con- like there's concern concern raised about obviously if you're on a carnival diet about getting your micronutrients and things that you need to get from plants and stuff mm-hmm. but it's like the the same the same transporter that transports vitamin c also <laughs> transports glucose doesn't it so yeah, it's yeah. Set, so you can have so although you might have like a certain rda for vitamin c if you're not having any glucose or not eating any sugar on the carnival diet, it's a lot more mm. bioavailable. So you actually need less to be to be healthy, 100%. which I thought was really interesting. And like, there's like other things like that with other micronutrients and like vitamins and minerals. Yeah, you're definitely. Not, you're and definitely there's ones in uh, calcium, zinc, um, even like, because I knew that one. I remember I knew that one about the glucose, but I didn't know that it actually occurs like on the level of, I think it's lectins do the same thing. I'm pretty sure it's lectins. There's if, like a few of them. But lectins yeah. might be the one that's like obviously in, it's like, you know, gluten and stuff, but those specific ones also compete. So you, and if you have something like, this is what was crazy, I read this too, in uh, what's in tortilla bread and beans. I can't remember what it is. It could be the lectins. Oh, but is it like, is it, it's, uh, it's like a poison, is, is it not? 
It, oh, I don't know about that. But there's like there's a few of the beans that actually are like I'm just there's rice beans. In, yeah. is in some beans. Yeah, I'm but just in, beans. I think it's I think it's the lectins in these, but they completely completely kill your absorption of zinc. So when people go like, yeah, I'm getting zinc in the diet, which is you know in red meat, sweet. Mm-hmm. You're having tacos and like with tortillas and beans and stuff. Just by adding those things in, you've just killed your absorption of it, so you won't get it. And that to yeah. me, I was like, well, that's pretty. That's nuts. And it's the same thing as what you said with the glucose because. Um, the vitamin C transporters that compete with maybe lectins as well. So I think to not get scurvy, you just need 10, I think it's 10 to 30 milligrams. It was like it. And then if you eat beef liver, you get it. I think you get heaps. Oh yeah. So dense, isn't it? In, uh, in micros. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you I was, can taste the vitamins. <laughs> I also heard as well, man, that um, the, the, the notion that like you need fiber for gut health into past stools is actually like very, very outdated. Like it's pretty much BS. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what one thing I was concerned about too. And that's why I wanted to read the book and he goes over that in the book. This book's a carnivore code, by the way. Carnivore code. I might check it out. That's yeah, interesting. It's good. It's yeah, it's good. Um, he writes it well, but the fiber apparently is like, apparently is a myth that you actually don't need it because you can get what's called uh he calls it animal fiber from the collagen that's in the like the stringy bits and the collagen yeah, of the animal yeah. because that will your your gut will ferment that and make short chain fatty acids out of that instead of what it does with plant fiber and yeah. it does so in a better way. So that I guess goes back to my point before of it's good, but you have to eat the collagen bits. You have to eat the organ. Like you know you got to tick all those boxes. Then then you probably then fiber is probably irrelevant. Because you're just adding more mass to your shit. Have you have you have you, you, you drunk any you drunk any gnarly smoothies yet? Nothing, nothing. Nah, not yet, not yet. Well, that's there's actually listening something the other day, and they're talking about a study where they were, they showed that the I can't I can't don't quote me to this. I'm sure you can find it if you can search it. But there was a study where they looked at people's fiber intake or gave gave participants a set fiber intake, and they found that the amount of fiber that they ate didn't correlate to the amount of times they went to the like past stool or went to the went, yeah. to, went to the bathroom and i think it's, it's something yeah. like the people that were on no fiber or something crazy or no plant-based fiber whatever it is past stool like once a day were the people that were on this yep. other diet and i haven't looked at the study so i can't like break it down and be like oh it's good or shit were um had were constipated and had issues passing stool like yeah they day, mentioned that in the book that's funny this i think they mentioned the same study in the book hmm but yeah, man. I think cool. it's good to it's good to read that stuff as well. Just to, even if you don't want to do it, but just to kind of like question what you think you know, just broaden your understanding of things like that. Yeah, yeah. You may you maybe want to really, get someone on someone on that does a uh, someone on that does like carnival shit now. I reckon do it. I reckon do it first. Like try it, see how you go, and you'll feel the things. Like you'll feel more clarity, like less hungry, kind of that stuff. Then you'll have your own questions about doing it and then you'll be like you'll have somebody to ask directly like those things because otherwise before you do it it's it's very weird you don't really know what to expect yeah yeah so i can get stuck into it fair play man well i'm gonna have to shoot in about five minutes i'm sure you want to go and eat your uh yeah i'm actually getting hungry just thinking suffering suffering and death meal um (laughs) (laughs) but i wanted to ask you dude you said earlier about um we're talking about books oh mate we could have gone on so much longer about books and shit and other stuff we'll have to do another another one sometime and just like steer it straight away to that but you you said about this is more for my benefit you said about you started like journaling (laughs) and stuff Mm -hmm. how do you how do you journal like what do you do i'm curious because it's something i need to do more yeah yeah i um it was actually my brother joel started journaling just 
like randomly one day a while ago and he said he had really helped me and I was like oh that's cool I kind of wanted to do it um, and then so he just did it on his iPad just typing because I don't really like writing either so I was like done mm-hmm. do that um, and then we both basically do the same thing um, in terms of like first of all it's kind of whatever's on my mind is it's, it's kind of sitting there in the back of my mind I get that do, out do you first. do it at the, same, at, like, the same t- at the same time every every day yeah yeah I do it at night Joel does it in the morning. He likes that as well. Um, I mm-hmm. think morning ones are like kind of good to, if you're feeling, you know, a little bit weird, you know, sometimes you wake up in a weird mood, you need a bit of a reset. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good for that and you can kind of get started with the day. But I actually like the night ones as more of like a reflection. It's quiet. There's nothing. There's no distractions. And I can kind of think about, reflect on the day and kind of write down certain things that is in the back of my mind, like maybe something that is annoying me, something I should have done differently, something I'm like, just those little things that you're stressing you out. You know, sometimes I find, like I don't know about you, but if there's something that you like, you're just stressed for some reason, then you really look at what the reason is and it's tiny. It's nothing. It might be, oh yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. Like it's just nothing. But if you don't acknowledge it, it builds up and you think it's huge. Yeah, yeah. So for me, that's a big part is getting rid of those things, writing everything down that's kind of like on my mind that might be half stressing me out a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get rid of that and immediately it's so much better. Um, but I try not to complain at the same time because you don't want to like just be sitting there just whining, just <laughs> complaining shit. about shit, everything is. Yeah, yeah, so, Mom, but I mom just, burnt like, my ribeye. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Um, but like I'll just do things like that and then I'll do uh, definitely every time without fail one of um, just gratitude stuff, just like genuinely trying to get some kind of like gratitude for something good that happened that day either either i noticed or i did notice and had to kind of think about yeah that was actually good and try and, and just relive that write it down um a lot more positive stuff like if i can i will try and write just a whole bunch on that and just keep going until i'm i'm done because that impacts my mood a lot do you, do you go do you go back and read it yeah yeah oh, it's actually really cool yeah i do because yeah. i mean i've written like forty thousand words i think or maybe wow. a bit more since I started, yeah, because it's just on the, on the same thing. So sometimes I'll scroll back and see where my head was at at a certain point in time. I'll also document things like I've documented with the business that we're doing. There's certain milestones that I wanted to talk about, how exciting something was, put it yeah. in there. And then it's really cool to read back on that and you go, shit, that's when I just started doing this. So that's what I was thinking about. Like it's actually, it's pretty cool. You can just like jump in and see a snapshot at that point in time. Yeah, I, I like that, mate. I, I do it. I don't do it religiously every day, but I think it's I mean, something I might start doing like properly. I dabble in it, but I think it's um, like we're talking about earlier goals and stuff. I think it's if you have like the, you can look at progression and how you've come along with stuff that yeah. that in itself is like going to be really rewarding. So you can be like, oh, I've got, it's like taking a transformation photo. Like if you didn't take one, yeah. you'd never know how much you improved. But if you write 100%. down a snapshot of your life. You can always go back and look at like, yeah, how far you've come, I guess. And, the details and you kind of, especially if you'd think nobody's going to read this and I just try and just keep typing and not think about it because that way you're not thinking, oh, does this sound shit or whatever. Sometimes yeah. the sentences come out like as if Marcus Aurelius wrote them. Sometimes it comes out like a little kid <laughs> writes them, you know, like today was fun. Yeah. I walked a dog. And then other times you get into hella deep with something crazy. You go, that's a banger. But it's, um, I just pretend like nobody's going to read it. That reminds me of that character I've seen you do a few times in the story. <laughs> Which one? The one with like the weird filter where it's got like a squashed down little nose and eyes really close to the mouth. And Oh yeah, that's it. That's my Sid filter. <laughs> Sid filter, yeah, that's yeah. the one, man. All right, dude, he takes well, over sometimes. 
<laughs> I'll let you get on and eat a steak, mate. Um, what's three? Give me three book recommendations. I want, I want, I want to see what you got. Oh shit. Okay, so first one. Um, I should have come prepared for this. First one, I'm going to say the motivation myth. Have you heard that? No, I haven't. Because I know you, you've um done Brendan Bashar's ones because you actually got me onto his. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love his books. Um, so that was yeah. So he's he's like one of the favorites but i would say one is the motivation myth really easy yeah. to read and has a lot of um points that i just absolutely love uh mm -hmm. deep work have you read that no i haven't read that really good yeah that's that's like i, I love that it's mm -hmm. basically just about getting into the flow not actually getting proper work done yeah um and then another one is the happiness equation i haven't read that either sick oh good yeah that's i that's another easy read put like in like just put it really well and you just remember a lot of things like you'll like that one i reckon cool man well I'll check those out i've been um reading the two books at once at the minute which is like normally i'd do a book in a week but i've been reading the same book for fucking i started reading the gulag archipelago and oh my god <laughs> it is a absolute monster it's so hard to read how like, many pages like, is it it's only like 500 pages i think yeah. maybe even less but the the text is like this big and it's yeah, like okay. it's translated from russian um yeah, no thanks. so so it's like it takes me like if i read in the evening i probably read like three pages and then i go <laughs> mm -hmm. and then i'm like yeah like that's taken long enough i'm done but i'm <laughs> yeah. determined to finish it but yeah man all right what's the other one you got on uh oh, the other one i've been reading reading was in the morning i've been doing i recently i read the thing like a monk Yep. And now I'm reading the Go Givers. Go Givers get more, which is like the the next one to the Go Giver. The second one, it's kind of, yeah, it's pretty interesting. And then before that, what was I reading? Oh, I read the Anatomy of Illness, which is basically about um, like how it's quite interesting actually. It's about a guy that treated this incurable illness with his vitamin um, through like watching funny films in his hospital bed, like through laughter because of the placebo effects and uh, large amounts of absorbic acid or vitamin C. And he basically like mm. cured himself of this like crazy Holy unknown shit. illness. But I think it's, I think there's a lot to that, man. Cause like in terms of um, placebo effect, definitely like when I was ill, I'd like meditate on like making myself, making myself better or like focus on something and, and whether or not there's some like some zen energy man it's like healing the <laughs> healing the illness or it's just like a complete placebo effect like the power of the mind is a is a big thing but it's still something happens though what, in, terms of, in terms of what like the placebo effect is so real like something oh yeah still, dude. you know it's doing it well there's like do you think it's there's, there's like actual um actual studies and numerous clinical studies looking at like placebos versus real drugs and have shown like placebo drugs that are like sugar pills to increase heart rate and decrease blood pressure and loads of other stuff and it's like if it, if your mind can do that like what else can it do if it's like properly properly trained it's why i think it's so so worth it to like dabble in meditation or like give it a go 100 mm percent. -hmm. yeah but yeah, bro. Oh, man, right. Good stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to hold it for too long. I could speak to you for fucking hours. That was actually dope, mate. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna read the Go Giver before the next chat. Don't wanna, don't wanna plug anything in the end before I cut us off. Nah, just like your, just uh, socials. I'll put those in uh, in the description anyway. But yeah, if you check them in the description, otherwise it's just Zach Perno and everything. But sick man, legend.